Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Paul Douglas with you. It's Friday. Jordana will be joining us at about 5.07 with a quick update. DJ producing. Hope your Friday is going well. Uh, with us right now to talk about refugee resettlement specifically focused on ukraine is carl nelson carl is the president of transform minnesota that's the parent organization of arrive ministries which does refugee resettlement here in the state of minnesota and again their mission statement live out god's command to welcome refugees and immigrants in minnesota we do that through direct case management and by mobilizing church teams to adopt families for their first year here in the United States. Carl Nelson, welcome. Well, hello, Paul. Good to be with you this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want to hear more about what you are doing uh, specifically with Transform Minnesota and Arrive Ministries. We we have a family that we've kind of adopted here at CCO, our afternoon show, Carl, uh, Dasha and Mark. Um, mm -hmm. Turns out Dasha has a sister in Ukraine who was in Ukraine, fled Ukraine with her kids, went to Poland, and they're trying to get uh, her sister and her kids to the United States. Dasha has a spare bedroom. Uh, they're going through all the paperwork, trying to do everything the right way in terms of visas and mm -hmm. getting into the United States. and. Not that they're getting the runaround, but there's so much uncertainty, and it might take a year or two. Are are you running into similar challenges right now with other people from Ukraine trying to come to the United States? Yeah, yeah, we are, and this is a really common question. And you know, we have helped resettle Ukrainian refugees for you know all the way back to the fall of the Soviet Union. So there are families that we're connected to and and we hear their questions as well there's a lot of connections between minnesota and ukraine um yeah so i think people are trying to figure out is it possible for you know refugees who are in poland and other european countries to come here and you know this is what we know from our you know there was this announcement yesterday by the administration you know that the u.s is going to accept uh, you know, maybe up to 100,000 refugees. And here's what we we know kind of from our federal partners today is that it's, it's taking them a little bit of time to figure out exactly what are going to be the legal pathways that people could use. So there, is, there isn't a timeline for that right now. But, um, you know, it could be that some people, you know, will come here temporarily. Um, others are probably seeking permission to like you were talking about the family you've adopted, permission to join relatives who are already living here. And 
you know, it's going to take a few weeks probably for the federal government and the uh, State Department, which oversees this area, to kind of figure out exactly what are the legal pathways and how will they be, how are we going to be able to be involved in this response? Carl, based on your experience, and it goes back to even, you know, settling, um, resettling Afghan refugees mm-hmm. as well as Ukrainian, how long does it take? I mean, does it, are we talking months or years or how long? Well, oftentimes for for refugees who are um, in refugee camps around the world, it does take years. I, I think about, um, I, I think one of about our board members at Arise Ministries is a pastor from Africa, and he he lived for 17 years in a refugee camp in Africa before he ever came to the United States as a refugee. That's the typical story. So, um, you know, Afghanistan, you know, that's been in the news most recently. I mean, that was a, a very unusual circumstance. You know, they came within a matter of a few months. And frankly, we're, we're still helping those families, and we probably will still be helping Afghan refugees who've come in the last few months. We're going to be helping them for the next, you know, the next year or two. So thinking of the Ukrainian refugees you know, in Europe right now, uh, you know, many of them, and we've heard some some feedback from people that you know we've heard through networks as well. You know, a lot of them really what they want to do is, is they they really want to be able to go back to Ukraine. I mean, they're hoping that this war is going to end. Right. Uh, they're going to be able to go back and rebuild their country. And so, for some of them, yeah, some of them are need a place to go temporarily. Um, there's going to be some who are they're going to have to find a permanent place to resettle. But I suspect that many of them right now are, are still holding out hope that this, this war can come to an end and they're going to be able to go back to Ukraine. Yeah, we, we certainly hope that's the case. I guess what's going through my mind, look, we want to vet people. Uh, yeah. We want to make sure we know who's coming into the country. I get that. But yep. Poland is accepting, what, one to two million. And yep. here we are in the United States, greatest country on the planet, 100,000. I mean, can't we do any better than that? Can't there be some way to fast track this so we can get those, you know, women, children over here faster? It just seems like presidential decree. I don't know what's required if, if this requires Congress and, and new legislation, but we could be doing more faster. That's just yeah. where my head yeah, goes. I mean, it, it will. Much of this. Uh, I mean, so the president can um, you know, make certain decisions on his own within the existing refugee program. Um, you know, going beyond that, it, it will take congressional action. So, for example, um, you know, potentially allowing Ukrainians who have extended family members living here in the United States who are willing to, like you said, your friend who's got a bedroom, it's got a place to host them. Yeah. It, it probably would take some type of congressional action to open up a, you know, a legal pathway or a visa class that would allow people like that. Uh, to be able to come here temporarily, and you know, beyond that, the, you know, you know, the hundred thousand that the um, president said yesterday. I mean, that's more. I mean, just to put it in perspective, that's more people than the United States has resettled in any year for the last, uh, you know, five or six years. So, I mean, that would be a significant increase from what we have done before. Mm-hmm. And. Okay. Um, you know, as a, you know, I've been around and involved in a refugee resettlement work for twenty five years now, and. Um, frankly, you know, our organizations and others like us right now are overwhelmed uh, as we've been helping, you know, over 50,000 Afghan refugees come to the United States. So, you know, one of the challenges, you know, yes, we want to help Ukraine, but um, in some ways, you know, we're, we're overwhelmed and, you know, our, our service systems need support if we're going to be able to respond 
um, any more than we already are. Hey, Carl, dumb question here. I'm full of them. I'm full of yeah. I'm full of a lot. But um, if somebody listening right now wants to host a family from Ukraine, is that even an option? How how can people help? I I feel helpless. I'd love to be able to do more than just, you know, write out a check. It just seems too easy. But if if somebody has room and wants to host a family or even contribute to what you're doing with Transform Minnesota, uh, how can how can listeners get involved? So it's it's probably not possible to host a family right now until you know at some point until some decisions are made about how these Ukrainian refugees are going to come here. Uh, most likely, many of them uh, will probably join family members or connect with you, the Ukrainian community that's already here, which is fairly well established. So, right. Um, yeah, but there could be, I mean, there, there will be options. You know, something that, you know, people could do around housing, you know, refugees that were already helping, they need housing. I mean, they need affordable housing. They need jobs. Um, you know, if people want to, you know, what are the ways... I mean, you don't, you know, yeah, we want to get personally, tangibly involved. I, I get that. Um, you know, right now, the greatest need is on the ground in Europe. And, you know, World Relief is our partner that we work with for refugee resettlement. I mean, they're working and responding on the ground through church partners in Poland and Western Ukraine and places like that. And, you know, I mean, it, it does take resource. So in some ways, you know, we do need funds flowing through those channels to help that. And, you know, if people want to get involved and help, uh, you know, if you want to help Ukrainians who will eventually be coming here to the United States, you know, one of the ways is to help us as we help refugees who are already here, right? You know, from global conflicts that have already faded from the headlines. So, right. you know, the Afghan refugees and, um, you know, if you go to uh, at, at Arise Ministries, if you go to our donate page to our give items, we actually have a registry there where we list these like specific household items that we need because we set up a household for these people, you know, everything from kitchen items to bedding to bathroom items. And it's all right there on the website. Wow. And, you know, that's a tangible way in a really meaningful way that the community can get involved. Yeah. Arriveministries.org. I know you've resettled 247 Afghan refugees and 11 other countries just in the last six months. So appreciate the mission that you're on. You have an amazing team and I'm, I'm really happy you could come on and explain this to listeners. Carl Nelson, President and CEO, Transform Minnesota. Keep it up, and thank you for the update, Carl. God bless. You're welcome, Paul. Have a good afternoon. You too. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.